Uh, we just start with an update on uh, Dak's status, what he'll do today, and in a lot of where he is, will, will Cooper Rush work in and get some more work with the starters than usual? Yeah, definitely. I, I think um, Dak has improved every day. Uh, you know, today's plan is for him to start in the, all the individual, you know, so he'll be working through the individual in the, in the um, fundamental periods and the group and into the combo, and then, you know, we'll, we'll assess where he is at that point. How do you balance with where he is with the potential to get Cooper more work uh, with the starters than normally? Uh, definitely. I just think it's a, a matter of trying to, you know, make sure Cooper's ready and, and, and to make sure Dak is getting what he needs. But, you know, until really, uh, until Dak clears the, the threshold of, you know, the rehab component with, with Britt, you know, we won't, you know, make that determination of going full go until um, we get to that point. So, so with that, we got to make sure we're getting Cooper ready too. So you really have to work along two tracks. I mean, getting both guys ready to play Sunday and just see how it plays out with that. Definitely. Definitely. During a normal week, does Cooper get time with the ones during practice? Absolutely. No, Cooper gets he gets one rep. So I, th I think it's important for really keep developing all the all those quarterbacks. Uh, whether it's the look team reps um, or the you know the opponent reps, you know I think it's clearly something that we try to do throughout with our with our younger players. You know, just always a focus on the on the future because you know you look at a guy like Zach Martin, or, you know they, they only need so many reps at this point. So you you're starting to balance those those type of situations out. Do you have to hold Dak out of team period stuff? How does that influence the decision for Sunday? I wouldn't read more into it based on what snaps or. Uh, what occurs today? So no, I won't. I won't. Whoever who takes the team periods will not determine the decision on Sunday. Just to answer your question. What you've had quarterbacks have played through calf strains before. What do you need to see during the week of practice to say, okay, he can protect himself if not? You know, I went through some similar uh, back in 2014. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers, you know, is actually he heard it late in the year, and then we were dealing with this, you know, in playoffs. So obviously a different time of year. But um, there's, you know, there's a there's a protocol that you know, I mean, Britt and, and Dak have a, a, a tremendous relationship. So I mean, this is you know something that they've established over the years. So just as far as you know, the particular injury, um, the ability to improve each day and not have a setback. You know, that's really what we're focused on. So, um, you know how, you know how he, we play um, will, will be a big part of it. You know, just to make sure that he's he's full go and you know he has no limitations is is what we're looking for. You know, you know we are in week seven. How difficult was it for Aaron to play through back then? Oh, it was difficult. Um, it was you know it was, you know the weather was different. You know, two outdoor games and you know then played up in Seattle there and. It, NFC Championship game, so yeah, that, that was a challenge. But you know, it was, it was January. You know, it's a different time of year and had some different circumstances. Not, not certainly not to minimize it, but is it a, a little easier to manage at that position than certain other positions like a receiver or an offensive lineman, where it's all just burst or push? Or Definitely, uh, I think it's it's clearly the position uh, that you could probably play with a calf strain earlier in the rehab process than the other positions. Mike, you mentioned the communication with Britt. Just how good is Dak at, at that in terms of being, you know, straightforward to how he's feeling, going back to the shoulder and training camp, and obviously the ankle last year. I mean, I think he's getting better uh, because he's, you know, he he's he's so driven, and um, 
and, and he's you know he's always going to push through. So I, I think it it's it's like anything. Uh, there's a tremendous history there that you have to you know tie into. So Britt and Dak have a, a, a tremendous history and relationship. So uh, I feel like we'll be on the same page as how he progresses through this. But yeah, I mean he's he's going to do everything he can to play on Sunday, and you know that's that's a given. Is there any part of you that looks at the standings and a comfortable lead in the division in a decision like that, or do you just throw that kind of stuff out? I think it's a, a clear decision. Um, you know, we we don't want this to be a week to week situation. So until he clears that threshold um, to try to minimize the risk, is is really what the decision will come down to. What is the is the threshold? Uh, Putting a percentage on on where the strain is, or, or is it just what he actually is able to do physically? That's a great sports science question that I'm not going to act like I know the answer to. But I think some of that's uh, uh, make, makes for for good content. But no, I, I think you got to. We're going to trust Britt and Dak and the whole process and and make the right decision. Mike, the other guys who are working back, who you're getting back in practice, uh, what's what's their status? And uh, any of them that you Anticipate might be able to play on Sunday. Well, we're not going to talk about anybody playing on Sunday till Sunday, right? Isn't that how we do it, Brad? I'm up, I'll get you on the radio Sunday <laughs> if Rich doesn't forget about the call. But no, uh, we're starting to get those guys back. You know, Dorrance Armstrong will do more today. Uh, Kelvin will do more. So I'm um, trying to think who else it hasn't. Well, Tristan, Tristan, Mike, Mike will go through the individual. So, um, so we'll, we'll start working those guys back and. You know, but I, you know, whether it's one week, two weeks, or three weeks, but the, it's good to get those guys back out there. Would you say a little bit about Tristan? What you hadn't really had a lot of time with him. You didn't draft him. Uh, what What are your What's your read on him and your expectations? You know, I, I think he's uh, such an explosive player. I thought he did some really good things last year before before he was injured. So, um, you know, he's been chomping at the bit to get back out there. So I, I thought it was. You know, he had great energy Monday, you know, in the team periods. So, I mean, just to get him back into the heavy lift, I'm really looking forward to seeing him work tomorrow in the pads. But um, he looks good. I feel like he's, you know, clearly almost fully rehabbed. He just needs a football part of it now. Is Collins back as a full go, or do you ease him in because he's missed six weeks here? We're going we're gonna to push him in there. I mean, he's, he looks good, uh, moved well, you know, Monday. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, LC is – has position flexibility. We're, we're going to start the week with Terrence at right tackle. So, um, but you know, LC gives us you know some, some great competition in there, and so we're going to try to work him as much as possible this week. What positions are you going to flex him in? We'll work him with tackle and guard. Yeah. What is McGovern? Will you do anything new with McGovern this week? Will he get first team reps at center or anything like that? Yeah, we'll continue to work him the way we've been working him, both with the you know center and and um, the guard position. So the official uh, PR depth chart lists uh, LC as the second left guard. He hadn't been listed there for several years. What should we read into that? Well, it's, you know, Rich is doing his homework. He's he's um, paying attention and looking at past depth charts. So. We can give Rich a hand on that if you like. <laughs> How long did you put that together, Rich? <laughs> it's a conglomeration of many things that factored into it. Obviously, you're setting up the, the competition here because Steele's performed pretty well. But is that 
I mean, is that the benefit of what Steele's done for you now that Collins is back and missing this time? You kind of look at him and well, see who the best buyer we're going to be. I mean, you clearly got to recognize how well Terrence played. I mean, it's you know we we all recognize that continuity of the offensive line is something that that you're always striving to. To, to sustain um, over the course of the year, uh, you know, those guys, you know, the intricacies of what goes on up front, you know, the, the reps of them playing together is, is crucial. So uh, we want to continue to grow that. But also, I think this gives us the most competitive, um, the most depth I know that I've had in my time here in the offensive line room. He played guard before he swung out to right tackle. Is it easy to move back inside where things are quicker and around the top of you? Well, I mean, you know, we'll find out. So, I mean, that's, that's all part of it. I think position flexibility is, 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 is always important. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to seeing him back out there. When you told him, that, what, did he... Did he understand? Or did did he embrace going back inside? No, he's he's a pro. Uh, you know, I've, I've you know, LC's gone through a you know tough spot. You know, just you know being being out of it here for you know the five weeks. But you know, I, I think he's done a really good job in the weight room and staying on top of his conditioning. Uh, he's just anxious to get back out there. So, what's the challenge of slowing Dalvin Cook this week? What's the challenge? Well, I think he's, you know, obviously, I love his running style. You know, I like the way he attacks the line of scrimmage. He's, a, you know, a classic one-cut runner in this system, you know, which has been a really good system for, for a long time in the league. Uh, so, you know, he runs through arm tackles. You know, he's he does a really good job of filling the apex and hitting the crease before, you know, before it opens. So, I mean, you have to really have your gap control uh, intact. So. Uh, he's he's definitely. I mean, he had a chance to play against him last year, and uh, he's off to another another great start. Is there anything that you're looking for Lyle to show in practice and meetings of the sort that would make you say, "All right, you're ready to retake that right tackle job," or how do you dictate that competition and what Lyle needs to show? I just want him to get back out there and, and get back in the in the routine of everything. You know, I, I think it's like anything. There's a reason why we practice. You know, it's a reason why those old linemen you know spend so much time together and you know just the way they go about their business. So I, I just want to see them get back in rhythm. Disappointed are you in KZ? He finally got arrested over the, uh, last week. Doing a yeah, it's, uh, you know, obviously anytime you know one of us makes a mistake, you, you know, you, it's a it's a learning opportunity. I mean, there's obviously a legal uh, part of it that you know it's still you know still pending. So we'll we'll go through that process. But uh, I had a chance to speak to him uh, at length and. And um, you know he made a mistake, so uh, we're, we're moving forward. And uh, but once again, I think it's something we can all learn from. I can talk back on Dak here for a second. Is it fair to say that you're preparing as if he will play, or you're going in thinking he might not play? How, how do you view your mindset with him right now on a Wednesday? I think I've already answered that. I mean, he's he's going to practice. He's going to go through the individual part of it. He's in the game plans. I mean, he's preparing to play. Uh, but you know he's he's got to cross the threshold to to make sure he's he's full go. With Casey, have you heard from the league, and do you expect there to be any competitive? I have nothing else to report other than what I just talked about. Is there a day for you know, normal kind of practice? Is there a, you know when would that threshold as opposed to determined for a gap? When you being clear? <clears throat> there's not a, there's not a timeline. I mean I, I think. In, like anything, I mean, he's uh, he's a proven veteran player. He's playing at a high level, so uh, we'll give him the whole week to to make that decision. How does Jaron Curse bring energy 
for the defense. Is that aspect of this role during something we knew going into the defense? Well, we knew he was a heck of a football player. I mean, just, you know, a chance to, you know, compete against him from, you know, across the division. And always had great respect for him as a, as a special teams player. He was a, he was a huge matchup challenge uh, when I was in Green Bay and he was in Minnesota. And then I thought, you know, when Detroit did a nice job utilizing him in their sub packages. And you could see the the matchup, you know, capability and the production that he, he had up there in Detroit. And he's been everything plus that, you know, since he came here. So, um, you know, you could see the ability. The flexibility that, that he gives you, you know, d defensively, but you know, you really didn't know what kind of person he was until you have a chance to work with him. So, uh, love his work ethic. I mean, he's a great communicator, you know, and he's he's done a really good job of just totally doing it the right way. You know, he's super competitive, but he's 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 been a great addition to our football team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.